First Day Pod. I'm your host, Leanne Hello. And again, we will not be joined by Mike. Hopefully this run is going to be done soon. Um, but um, you have me tonight. So again, I am Leanne Hello, and Michael Govier sends his regards. Okay, so I'm really excited about this topic, and I am confident you will be too. So we are going to be talking about confidence. How do we get more? Are we born with it? Is it something that we can learn? Um, what does it all mean? What's the definition? What can we do to build it? So uh, my favorite part of every show is your interaction, truly. So you guys know that I thrive off of the comment section. Uh, so if you are listening to this in the audio version, it does mean that this has already been recorded. But next week, I would love for you to tune in. So on Facebook or YouTube at First Day Pod, you can join us in the comments and be a part of the show. Uh, as always, I want to remind you guys of our book club. So we are currently reading A Man Called Ove. It is really good. Really, it's a fascinating book to me. I'm not usually a fiction uh, type of person, but I am really, really digging the book. Um, it is based on, well, there was an American uh, version movie uh, that came out earlier this year or last year. Uh, a man called Otto. So similar kind of story. Um, and so we are reading the, I think it's a Swedish book. Um, and we are reading that currently, and we are going to be continuing that until the end of June. Um, and the last Monday of June, we're actually going to be talking about the movie. So we normally don't do that, but, um, since it is fiction, since there is a movie about it, um, we're going to watch the movie and then come back and talk about that as well. So if you want to join us even just for that week, that would be awesome. Uh, okay, so Janice is here. Hello, hello. Okay, so I see that we have viewers. Uh, just so you know, I don't know if you're here unless you comment. So um, that is fine. You can just watch. That is a-okay. Um, but if you want to be a part of it, you do have to comment. So confidence. Okay. So I like in preparation for this, I did some research and cause I wanted to know like, what's the definition of confidence and what exactly is it? And there are a ton of definitions. Hi, Vicki. Hello. Hello. Um, so there is a, there are a ton of definitions and if you type in confidence, you are going to get so many different and uh, contradictory tips about how to do it, how to get it, um, if it's a skill, if it's a trait. And one of the definitions that I absolutely loved was by Mel Robbins. And Mel said, let me just see exactly what it was. She just boils it down to confidence is the willingness to try. That's it. So I love that definition. Um, for those of you that are watching live, you can let me know what you consider a good definition for confidence. But I really like this one because confidence is not something that you're just born with. I mean, some people might be, but it's not just something that you're born with. And there's different types of confidence. So you can have, you know, there's self-confidence and there's body confidence and there's um, subject confidence. There's 
all these different types of confidence that to, you know, label ourselves as a confident person or a not confidence, confident person, it gets back to what we always talk about. And if we lump ourselves in an all or nothing, um, it doesn't do any service to us. So if I, for instance, don't have a ton of body confidence, but I have a lot of confidence in my my job, I have confidence in the way that I treat people. If I have confidence in, um, I do have confidence in myself, um, maybe not in my body. Well, if I just said, okay, well, I don't have confidence, that's going to leach into all of my, my awareness of myself, right? I'm going to be like, oh, I'm not, right? I'm not confident. Just because I'm not confident to put on a bathing suit and do a reel on Instagram in a bathing suit, uh, it doesn't mean that I'm not a confident person and it doesn't mean that I can't create confidence um, and build confidence even in my body confidence. Because confidence, all it is, is the willingness to try something new. And more importantly, confidence is the willingness to fail at something new. So I want to talk about that a little bit because I think we all have, um, I think we all have experience in this that maybe we didn't even realize that we were building confidence as we were going through life. But the fact that we're willing to try things, um, Vicky says, you do, Vicky says, confidence is a quiet inner knowledge that you are capable. I love that. Yes, yes, yes. I really, really like that one. The quiet inner knowing is a big thing um, because one of the myths, uh, as I was doing the research, one of the myths out there that's huge is that confident people are the loud people in the room. They're the ones that are, you know, speaking their mind and they're the ones that are, you know, just big and boisterous. And that's usually actually not the case. A lot of the times the people that are really putting on a lot of bravado it's usually because they're trying to hide the fact that they're, you know, nervous or that they're intimidated and they're trying to fake it until they make it type of thing. So I love that, Vicki. The confidence is a quiet inner knowledge that you are capable. Now, here's the other thing. That definition also kind of goes into what we were talking about because Janice, I'm going to, okay, let me see what Janice says. Janice says, I can be an attitude towards having something, be it something others can benefit from, the aptitude that you have capabilities and that you can help others grow. I like that. Yes, I like that. So here's here's the thing. You're both talking about capabilities, but the only way that we actually become capable Sometimes, yeah, there's people that can just like try something and it just turns to gold and they're capable right away. But more often than not, for us to build our capability, we have to try something new and usually have to fail. It might not be a full on face plant, but we do, you know, fail or stumble or um, don't hit it exactly the way that we want to and we're not fully capable in it. And that's where like imposter syndrome comes in because you're trying something new. And I don't know why you guys tell me if you have this too, that when you really are passionate about trying something and you're really excited about it and you have a like a calling, you're like, oh gosh, this is going to be the thing I'm going to do. 
when you try it for the first time or even the first couple times, you think that you should be good at it. And then if you're not good at it, then all of a sudden you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm an imposter. What are people going to think? And the fact of the matter is that there is a, um, in neuroscience, there's this loop and it's the, I might butcher this, but I'm pretty sure it's like the competence, confidence loop. And it's what we're constantly in. We're always in this. Um, when we're growing. And the majority of us, especially the people that are in our community that listen to our podcast and are a part of our book club and part of our support zone, we're all in a growth mindset. And so if you're in a growth mindset, we are always a part of this competence, confidence loop. And so all that that means is that we have the willingness to try. This is going to be the first day or the first time or the 12th time that we're going to try something new. Because even when we're doing something that we've done before. We're trying it for the first time because we have new knowledge from the last time that we did it. Things didn't go right. And now we can like pivot a little bit differently. We can learn things and have more experience. And so as we try, fail, learn, we then build confidence in that. And then we end up building our competence in it. And as our competence grows, our confidence grows. But we can't just, well, I shouldn't say can't. You can feel confident, but it's that feeling of confidence without the competence. That feeling of confidence is really kind of dangerous because you can go into a situation feeling quote unquote confident and then something will happen that you weren't ready for because it's new um, or you weren't ready for because you just don't have the experience around it. And all of a sudden, now you just don't feel competent at all. Now your confidence just plummets, right? But if we look at it like we're in this constant loop of growth, then I think our confidence can continue to grow. So, okay, well, Vicki agrees. Vicki, I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, Janice, I am glad you're here too. <laughs> so capability is a perception. At some point, you are capable in the scale, be it a bit more capable than some or much more capable than others. Yes, absolutely. And that's the whole thing too. Oh gosh, life is just, I was thinking about that as I was like kind of getting ready to come on here. And I was thinking, I don't know if it's my age um, or my experience or what it is. Um, but life really is, I mean, it's not simple, um, and it's not easy, but it really is. It can be simple if we allow it to be. And so I've put so much like stock into all of these, like all or nothings and all of these labels and all of this energy into being a certain way instead of just being who I am and growing as I continue. Um, and as I'm getting older, I'm just like, you know what, what's the worst that will happen? Like try that thing that you have like in your heart that you want to try and just take the first step and just do it. And then if we fail, there's a good chance that we'll fail or that we'll stumble or that we'll you know, something won't be exactly the way that we wanted, we get to try again. So I think that that's really exciting. And I wish that younger people, I wish for me, um, 
that I would have had that when I was when I was younger instead of having this, you know, what are people going to think and all of that. So this competence confidence loop, I think, is a really great way for us to be kind of thinking about growth and confidence. Um, I also think that focusing on confidence as a as an action as taking action is the only way that we're going to build that confidence. It's the only way that we're going to really feel good about what we're doing. Um, a couple of years ago, I decided that I was going to do a marathon and I'm sure I've talked about it on the show before, but, um, I decided that I was going to do a marathon. And when I looked at like, Oh my gosh, 26.2 miles is a long way. And when I first thought about it, I was like, man, I don't know if I could do it. So what I did is I just went and I got a schedule and I never looked at any of the weeks ahead of me. I set up the schedule in the beginning that said, okay, here was my race day. And then this is where I have to be. And all I did was focus on what I had to do the next day. That was it. The night before I would look at the schedule and be like, okay, tomorrow I have to run X amount. It's going to take me X amount of time. This is where I can fit it in. And I fit it in and I did it. And every single time that I did the run, and actually it wasn't even a run, it was a walk. You guys know I'm a walker, I'm not a runner. Um, Every time that I did the walk and I got to check that off, I became more confident as a marathoner. It was really fascinating to watch it grow day by day. And I had runners in my life that told me that you will never be the same person at at the end of your marathon that you were at the beginning of the training. And I always like when I heard that for years, I heard that because I have a lot of people in my life that love running. I thought it was more of a vanity thing. I thought it was more of a like, oh, your body's going to look so different or, oh, you're going to have so much energy or, you, oh, you're going to have. And it really wasn't. It was the confidence that you build not only in being a runner or a walker like me, but being a marathoner. What you're really doing is you're getting the confidence that you can do what you say you're going to do. That's it. So anything that we want, anything that we feel called to do, I think the whole thing is taking that first step, that first day of the rest of my life is today, no matter what has happened, no matter how great yesterday was or how shitty yesterday was, today, this moment is the first day of the rest of my life. And I get to make choices that get to build my confidence, my self-confidence, my social confidence, my confidence in my job, all of that. And if it's all based on competence, then we have to try new things. So it's super exciting. Okay, so now let me get in here because you guys know I bring your comments right up onto the screen because I've trained myself that I don't squirrel. Um, So that also means that I'm not looking over at the comments all the time. So then we get a whole bunch of them. So here they go. Um, Janice says, there are some people that are so confident confident that you believe what they say, even if it isn't true or right. Yes, absolutely. Um, and you know what? That's a, that's a good thing and, and obviously not a good thing. Um, but that's one of those things I think too is like when we're going into a situation Um, whether it's a work situation or a first date or um, a networking thing, that confidence, it's not just for, you know, us to feel better about ourselves, but it is 
people look at us differently and people, when you're walking in confident, like you own the room, um, you know, it, it's not just for our benefit in like a, like in a successful way, people feel more confident around us and they feel safer around us because they feel like they're around somebody that, that knows what's going on. And like Vicky said, it's an inner quiet. Um, a lot of people tell me that I have, you know, like I command a room and that I like walk in really confident into a room and I'm not, I am very, very, I have a lot of social anxiety. It takes me a lot to get in there when I was on even just doing the show. And I love doing the show with you guys so, so, so much. But like I was watching the countdown, it was like 758, 759, eight o'clock. And as soon as it went eight o'clock, I went, am I going to remember what I want to talk about? Oh my gosh. Da, 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 da. So it was like 30 seconds in. And then I was like, just do it. Just try that thing. Even though I've done, this is like episode 114. <laughs> it still feels like the first one. Um, oh my goodness. Okay. So ghost floof. I am not exactly sure who you are, but I remember that you have been on episodes many, many months ago. So welcome back. So, um, ghost floof says you are only confined by the walls you build yourself. Boom. You will always be your own defeat when it comes to what you can't do. A Men, that is so, so good. Yes. Um, okay, what's the next thing you've got to say? Endorphins. That's the runner's drug. Or yes, and I've heard that, like the runner's high too, right? People seem to think runners are high on adrenaline. No, they are high on a healing process, which is extremely normal for us humans. Exercise will always help you. Ooh, I like that. That's that's great. Yes, that is really, really good. I'm just reading it again. As you guys can hear me slowing down, it's because I'm just reading it again. And I love that, that it's not just based off of the adrenaline, but it's on the healing process. Yes. I've been ever changed ever since I was a, a marathoner, because even when I'm, when I'm confronted with hard things, um, that's one of the things that I go back to. I go back to the fact that I finished that marathon and it was a hard marathon because it was during COVID and I couldn't do the marathon with all the people. So I didn't have the, the excitement and the, the energy of people around me. It was just me doing, I did the first half. Um, and then I did it with my girlfriend, um, for the second half. And that was hard. That was really, really hard. So I always go back to whenever there's something hard that I have to do, I remind myself, Hey, you did that. And you did it one step at a time. So yes, that was very healing. <laughs> and you also like the, the squirrel life. Yes, I am very, I'm very squirrel. Um, but I do want to say becoming aware of who you really are like, and that, that will change. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll gain the confidence to not squirrel and stay focused. But for now, I know that that is the way that I am or that's the way that I've trained myself to be. So I put things in place um, so then I don't squirrel um, or I squirrel less. So, okay, Sue, what do you have to say? Okay, sorry to be a downer. Okay, well, let's get rid of that comment. No, I'm just joking. Okay, let's see what you have to say. <laughs> but if you can't sing, please don't get... <laughs> 
please don't get up at an open mic or a jam session. There is something about knowing your limits. So, okay, I'm going to have to disagree with you here. So if it's, yes, if it's a jam session and people are there and they're expecting something a little bit differently and a certain expertise and you're not quite there, I agree. But if it's an open mic, I don't agree. I agree that you need to get out there and start. However, if you're going to go and you're going to do an open mic and you're not a good singer, you also need to become aware that there are things that you have to do to become a better singer. You can't just keep doing it and become better. Um, It's just like people that are in a job and they're in a job for 20 years and they were a rock star when they first came in. And why were they a rock star when they first came in? Because they were new, they were fresh, they were excited, and they were learning. 20 years later, they feel like they know everything and they mail it in. And so they don't keep growing and learning. So with the singer, you can't just keep saying, oh, I'm going to keep doing the same thing and expect different results. You have to maybe get classes or maybe you have to practice on your own or something like that, you know, so you can build that confidence. So Sue, I will agree with you halfway there, but I do like that you started with um, warning me that you were going to be a downer about it. (laughs) Okay. So MJ Govier says, how do you know? Oh, shoot. Okay. So that was like five minutes ago. So honey, you are going to have to remind me what you were talking about. Um, and just so you guys know, yes, that is Michael Govier. Um, the only reason why he's not on here, but he's in the comments is because unfortunately he doesn't, he's not able to stream from where he is. Um, so he is here. So I love that. Okay. Janice says, so true, Sue. Oh, ladies. (laughs) And yes, knowing your limits, I think is a good part of it. Um, because that's the whole thing. If you're not building that competence, then you're not going to build the confidence. Um, okay. So I'm going to have to get quicker on these because, um, there are a lot of quick comments about what I'm actually saying and I am, it's not in real time. So I'm sorry, everybody. Okay. Let's just catch up. So ghost Fluth says, yeah, I was here back in August. Amazing memory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some, thank you so much. I will take that as a huge compliment because I always say that I don't have a good memory, but I'm trying to stop that. Uh, so Anthony, hi, Anthony. So MJ Govier told me to do yoga and Pilates. It helps my mental. Is it helping? Are you doing it? That is, that is awesome. If you're doing it, I think finding things, especially if it's new to you and doing it and seeing it, how it works for you, that is the best. Sue says, but that's the power of quiet confidence, that little thing of anxiety. That's what separates confidence and empty bragging. Very, yes, yes. Okay, so Mike says Anthony loves yoga. Anthony says that he likes yogurt too. (laughs) Oh, ghost floof says, poor Sue. You guys, this is awesome. You guys are having such a good time in here. Okay, so I'm not going to read all of these. but this is really, really nice. This is kind of like what we want to be seeing our support zone and our community and in the podcast and in the YouTube, we want it to be a community. So we don't have your typical podcast that we just speak and give you all of this stuff. We love that we're building this community. So I'm so grateful that you guys are all here. 
Ghost Floof says, yeah, open mic is awesome. American Idol Child Stars is a different story. Yes. Yes. Okay. I will. Yeah. Very different. <laughs> Sue says, if you've seen as many bad singers as I have, let the bad singers go to karaoke. Okay. That's fair. And you know what? Maybe I am confusing karaoke with open mic. You're right. Maybe there's steps that you start at karaoke and then you build that confidence and then you can move up to open mic. Okay. I will give you that, Sue. <laughs> Vicky says, love this. You are not any less confident when you squirrel. You are just being you. I squirrel all the time. Well, welcome, fellow squirrel. I love it. That is something I will tell you. So I used to feel really like I did not have confidence around doing like the the show. If Mike didn't do the show for with me in the beginning, I don't think I don't know. I don't think that I would have enjoyed it as much because what we did is we set it up that I didn't even look at it and he fielded all the questions because I knew how squirrely I was. But then when there were some shows that I couldn't or Mike couldn't do it and I had to do it with them or on my own. Um, then I became, I was like, okay, you know what? I just have to do it and let you guys know exactly who I am and how this is going to work out. And so I appreciate you, Vicki, so much <laughs> for saying that you're liking it anyway. So Ed, hello, Ed. I'm sorry I missed the beginning. No problem. You can go back and watch it. Everybody that is here um, or if you're listening to it, in the, um, in the recording, like on the actual audio, you can come back and you can see the comments. If I've missed any comments or you can put your comments inside of it. So one of the things that I would suggest too is, uh, I'm just going to hide this real quick, Ed. Um, one of the things that I would suggest what one of our listeners used to do is she would open up, um, her, I think she did it in Facebook or no, no, no. She did it in an email. That's what she did. She would open up an email and then she would listen to the audio on the podcast in the, during her morning walks. And she would send us comments and questions and things as she was listening to it. So she didn't have to remember. And then she was always, she was emailing us all the time. It was, that was awesome. So if you guys want to be a part of it, but you don't want to be on Facebook or YouTube, you can always email us. Um, so our email is firstdaypod at gmail.com. And we would love that. But if you're listening to this on, in the audio, you can hop over to um, Facebook or YouTube and you can put your comments and your questions and things like that on uh, in the comment section, even after uh, the live recording. And we'll get back to you for sure. So Ed says, I heard you chat about gaining confidence from running, walking. Uh, because we made a commitment to our word. Yes. I can recall at about 28 years old and over 500 pounds, I committed to walking a half marathon. That is so, I know that about you, Ed, and it just blows my mind. Part of the marathon was up a huge hill that I was concerned about when I first learned about the course. Once I made it to the top of the hill, I knew the rest was a piece of cake. After I completed the marathon, I felt I could accomplish anything that I worked. Yes. Amen. It is. It's a really, really good, a really good feeling. And I'm not promoting that you guys have to do a marathon or a half marathon or a 5K, but picking that one thing that you're afraid of or you're nervous about, but if it's in your heart to do, I highly recommend that you try it. So 
what I am going to say is, you know, we did the, we did the challenge inside of our support zone, um, a couple of weeks ago and it worked for some of us. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to start doing just like kind of challenges, um, and questions and kind of see what you guys want to do. And one of them is going to be, so you guys can look for that tomorrow. Um, I'm going to challenge you that if you have something on your heart that you want to do, that you just try it and try it, you know, not perfect. Try it even though you're not ready. I want us to just start trying things. Um, oh, it's okay. So hold on. <laughs> this went up way too fast. So Anthony says, MJ Govier is my life coach. I don't disagree with that. Although Mike says, ignore Anthony. He's silly. No, you have such great advice. Mike, I'm so grateful to be your partner. It's unbelievable. Um, okay. So I'm going to let those go. Cause I think the boys are having a conversation, uh, on their own there. So Sue says, I didn't catch the full comment about getting our confidence from our parents. Mm, I don't know if I said anything unless there's a comment in there that I missed. Um, but you said, but I did not learn confidence from my parents at all because of my lack of confidence. I instilled confidence in my daughter because I would have her make all the calls to order the pizza and the like I gained confidence by being tired of not being myself. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And is that ever smart, Sue? That is really, really smart. So you got your daughter to even just do those little things that, you know, ordering the pizza or making the phone calls or doing those things. That is really a brilliant way to do it because it's not, um, it's not big steps and it usually never is, is it? It's not the big steps that are building our confidence or making us feel, you know, more empowered. It's always those little things that just compile. Um, Josh says, I'm sorry I'm late. Well, I'm glad you're here, Josh. I really am. We're just talking about confidence um, you can watch the rest of it later, but if you have any kind of insight, um, into, you know, confidence, how you build it, um, where you think it comes from anything, I always love your comments. Um, and he says, I'm trying to move. Yes. He's coming to Michigan this weekend. I'm so excited. Okay. So we are all caught up on conf on comments. That is wonderful. Um, uh, we're going to talk still for another 10, 15 minutes. What we're going to try to do is keep these um, shows to 30 to 45 minutes. Um, I guess I could call it quits right now, but I'm really loving the conversation. So we'll see how it goes and then we will, um, wrap up in a bit. But another thing that I wanted to bring up was when they talk about confidence and how to build it, um, one of the big things is having a support system. And you guys know that I love my accountability. You guys know that I love having um, support systems around me. I love having masterminds and all of that. Um, there really is something to it. And I want to hear what your thoughts are on that. So we're talking about, like Vicki was talking about it being an inner knowing, a quiet inner knowing. But does it not help if we have people around us that are doing similar things? that are, um, we're in a group of people and it doesn't even have to be a lot of people. It can be one other person or two other people, but that as we're growing and as we're falling and as we're stumbling and as we're learning, um, to have the people that are there doing it with us. 
um, or at least able to see what we're doing, I want to have that conversation because it, I, that's one of the things that I always question is, should we be really building our life privately and then just letting people see how we are? Or is there a component that we do need that social interaction for me? And maybe it is just different for everybody. But for me, I really do believe that we are humans that that crave and thrive off of connection, um, that we need that. And so I think that's part of the confidence too. It's the part of the confidence and the part of lack of confidence. Because if we were in um, kind of an isolated like tube or a vacuum and we were trying things, we wouldn't really know if we were failing if nobody was really watching, right? Um, I that's a a comment or a question. Um, so I'm just curious what you guys think and what you guys need. Do you need that support system around you to build that competence and that confidence? Um, for me, there is a piece of being quiet first as I'm building the comp, the competence. Um, it's a little bit more nerve wracking to do it out in like a public forum. Um, but they also say that the confidence is built in the fire. It's not, it's not when we're succeeding every time because when we're succeeding, it's super easy and that's not building any kind of confidence. That's just like a, yeah, I'm good at that. And for me, when I was growing up in school, in grade school, I was just really good at a lot of the subjects, like just naturally good at it. Um, and then in high school, I was just kind of naturally good at it. And I was I don't know what it was, if it was, I was just good at testing or what I, what it was, but that actually did not build my confidence at all because it became so easy and I didn't fall that much. I didn't have that, that building or that, that, um, that competence, confidence, um, uh, loop that I was going in. So then when I got my degree, when I got all these things, I felt like a fraud because I didn't, I didn't work for it or I didn't grow from it. It was just kind of something that I was. So um, let's see where you guys are at with this. So Jana says, it totally helps to have someone show you or tell you that you are more qualified than you might think. Oh, that's a good, yes. That can give you confidence. Yes, yes. And then Sue says, our light doesn't shine under a cover. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And Janice, I really, yes, I like that, that there is those kind of pieces of people being able to show you, you know, how you're doing. Because, you know, a lot of the time we're our own worst enemy. Um, so Sue says, we totally need a like-minded group to bounce ideas off of and share ideas. Yes. Amen. And that's why, and this isn't a plug for our group, but it, I guess it kind of is. That's what I want and that's what Mike wants First Day Pod to be all about. We want to be that support system so then we can all fail and fall and start the first day again together um, and just keep growing. So here we are. The next one says, um, Janice says, but Sue, sometimes some people need someone to help them uncover themselves. Yes. Yes, I agree. And then Ed says, I too did not gain confidence from my parents or family either. I am my son's number one fan. I never miss an opportunity to tell him he is loved. I gave him small tasks to build up the 
his confidence and independence. I see in my son the urge to succeed. Even when faced with a challenge, he will naturally look for a solution to succeed. That is so true. Sue completely agrees. I completely agree. Um, Yes, and Alexander, he is one of the coolest kids that I have ever seen. He is such a, I call it an old soul, but um, yeah, he is, he's a very cool kid. And that's a lot to you, Ed. I think that's wonderful. And you did the same thing that Sue did, just giving them small tasks. And I think what we need to do is we need to start looking at ourselves like we're a kid because a lot of it is our inner child that still like has trauma from when we were growing up. And so we need to nurture that. And so we need to think about, okay, how would we be raising our kid? Would we be giving them like the big tasks right away? No, we would be just spoon feeding them with certain things so then they can build their competence, build their confidence, build their competence, build their confidence. And so for us thinking that we can just jump into these major things without building those stepping stones, it's kind of silly. We all do it. I know I do it a lot and that just makes the fall a little bit further or harder because if we're just taking little baby steps as we're going, then if we fall, we stumble. It's easy. Um, But if we kind of jump right into it and expect perfection, that's where we're getting into the trouble. Um, oh, you guys, this is so good. Okay. I just want to look at my notes. I want to see if there was anything else that I really wanted to talk about. Um, okay. There was another thing I read somewhere and I'm not sure. I just have a note on it, but I can't remember where I, where I heard it or read it or whatever. And they said that confidence is an unwavering belief in your competence or in your, yeah, in your competence. What do you guys think about that? Because I think that that is really setting ourselves up for failure. I think knowing that we're not going to have unwavering anything, that we are going to have, you know, ebbs and flows in our confidence. We're going to have ebbs and flows in our belief. We're going to have, um, you know, dips in, we can be totally feel confident one day and the next day, maybe we just, I don't know. We didn't sleep well. We didn't, we feel dehydrated. We like something weird happened. And all of a sudden all that confidence can be gone or hiding. Um, and the next day we can not have that, but it doesn't mean that it's gone forever. We just have to take that next step and grow and not Believe everything that our head is telling us. Uh, Josh says, I was pushed to have confidence in myself when I was in the service. It really instilled discipline and confidence. That's yes. Discipline is another big one that is hand in hand. And Josh says, unwavering in yourself, that is confidence. Yes. Okay. But don't you agree that unwavering is kind of not fair for us as human beings, because I think, I don't know, I have this big, you guys know, I talk about it all the time is these labels and this all or nothing, which I prided myself on. Everybody knew I was the all or nothing girl. Um, but now I'm just realizing how detrimental it is. So like this unwavering, that word 
it just kind of irks me a little bit because then it's like, it's the same as perfection. It's the same as always for me. That's what I am thinking. Okay. So Janice says we are ever changing just like our confidence. It can grow as we grow. Amen. And then Josh says it is unwavering belief in yourself. Okay. So Josh loves the unwavering. Josh Yes, was in the service. He is a military man. And so he is very dedicated and determined. And so, okay, you hang on to unwavering. I love, I love that. Um, but I, I just have a hard time with it. Janice says unwavering is a limiting thing. Yes. Okay. So I agree. And you can also continue on that thought, Janice, if you have more to say about it, but yes, I agree. Uh, Sue says, if we do waver in our confidence, it may be a signal to reevaluate our stance. It could be an opportunity to learn something new or become more confident. Boom, boom. Oh, I love this. We must always learn and grow. Yes, absolutely. Woo. I love it. Okay. I think that's probably going to be where we're going to end, guys. Thank you so much. This was such a great, there were so many of you guys here tonight. So thank you so much. You will see us again next Tuesday, 8 p.m. I had a topic that I kind of wanted to talk about, um, and now I can't remember what it was. So (laughs) I can't remember what it was, but I I do have a topic that I want to talk about. So Um, check. I'm going to do a post about it tonight because I know that as soon as I get off of here, I'm going to remember. Um, and then, uh, what I'm going to start doing is telling you guys the week prior. That way you guys can start coming up with, um, thoughts or questions or comments around it, because I know that some people are nervous being on the spot. Um, so this will give you the opportunity. It'll also give you the opportunity to email us, about that. So you can still be a part of the show if you're not able to be here at 8 p.m. Eastern um, live with us. So I will finish up. Let's see. There are a couple people and we will wrap up and then this is it. So Ed says confidence is contagious. So is lack of confidence. Sometimes we just need to let go of the past and not be afraid of failure. Amen. And then Janice says that. So agreeing with Ed. Josh says, unwavering does not mean always, but unwavering is not backing down in the face of adversity. Well, thank you, Josh. Okay, that's a better definition then. Okay, so it can be wavering a little bit as long as you continue moving forward. You can have a little bit of a dip. Okay, I like that. Um, Vicki, heart, heart, I'm so glad that you're here. I hope that you come back next week. And Sue says, we're all squirrels here for the nuts. (laughs) I love it. That's a great way to end. Thank you guys so much. Um, Remember, we've got book club and that is every Monday night, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time until 9 p.m. Eastern time. We start on time. We end on time. And uh, we will see you at at First Day Pod in Facebook. You can join our support, support zone. And um, it's just a Facebook group where we're all kind of chatting in there. So I'd love to have you guys over there. So on behalf of Michael Govier, this is Anne Hello. And thank you so much for being a part of First.